Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Andrew Mearns, joined as always by Kun Shaw. How's it going? You know, a little bit better than I thought I was going to be doing this recording, so I guess I'll take that as a positive, but meh. <laughs> yeah, everything's everything's grain of salt right now with uh, yeah. real world things going on that are too gruesome and soul crushing to discuss in a dumb podcast right. about the Yankees, but anyway. Yeah, and even the Yankees' good vibes have been ruined yeah. a little bit this week. Yeah, the Yankees' vibes has not been good either, though in a you know less serious sort of way than what was going on. But Josh Donaldson ran his mouth off about Tim Anderson and Jackie Robinson, and it was stupid and unforced error. And then the Yankees started to lose players left and right. They lost their first series since Easter when the White Sox won the doubleheader on Sunday to take two out of three. And uh, then they looked bad again in the opener of the Orioles series, but they managed to win the last two games. So they got that going for them. Woo. Yeah. yeah they're only beating about... the Orioles while your entire team falls around you. And third baseman who ran his mouth is now just on the COVID list as well, because, you know, why not? Yeah. I mean, they were bound to lose a series eventually, sure. I guess. It's just the timing of everything was just almost perfect, I think. <laughs> yeah. Because, like you said, Josh Allison ran his mouth off, decided to be an idiot, and the vibes were just ruined. The Yankees lost three games after that, and they lost everybody to the IL. Everyone just please bubble wrap, judge, please, and thank you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the, the first note should just be running through this list of injuries that Yankees have had to deal with just in the past week alone. It's been a lot all at once. In fact, at our last recording, we hadn't even gotten to Luis Heal yet. He would just made like a spot start the week before. It's like, oh yeah, he's okay. But yeah. Luis Heal and Chad Green both out with Tommy John surgery. Losing Heal is a bummer for his development and any chance he might have had to contribute the rest of the year. And then Green was just a good, reliable setup guy. Maybe not as dominant as he had once been, but still very reliable in the grand scheme of things. So it's uh, it, it sucks to lose him. He's been a fun guy in the team for the past years, and he might not be coming back since he's a free agent at season's end. Sure, yep. Uh, no, Chad Green, like, it, it's definitely like a tough loss. Like, you know, you don't want to see anybody's Yankee tenure end that way, but you know, definitely very grateful for what he's done the last few years. Yeah. Hopefully he can come back from this and, you know, catch on somewhere, maybe re-sign with the Yankees, maybe. And um, we'll see where it goes, but it sucks. It's a bummer. Yeah, that's really all you can say. It's the same deal as like <laughs> when the Yankees lost Tommy Canley and um, 
you know, he ended up signing a two-year contract with the Dodgers to rehab and come back in 2022. So maybe Green does something like that, but unfortunate timing for him. And it comes at a bad time, too, because the Yankees also lost a Rolas Chapman and Jonathan Lewiska and their bullpen as well. So basically right now it's uh, Clay Holmes and, well, maybe you. That's it. (laughs) It's me. Yeah. Yes, because Michael King has uh, become human. I still mm-hmm. love him though, but he's become human. Yeah, I mean, he's allowed a like, king's allowed a run in like four of his last six outings and at least two runs in three of those games. So like I don't know if it's just fatigue or what's going on. I'm hoping it's just the fatigue, but the timing of that is just also terrible because like you can't really just afford to give him a few day extra days off or something like that because well, who's there? <laughs> yeah, and we should be clear that it's not as though the Yankees have like the Phillies bullpen or anything when the, the main, when those other three guys are out because, you know, your stay at home dad, Lucas Lickie, Wanda Peralta, Miguel Castro. These other guys are not terrible. They're just not the same level as those dominant relievers are when they're right. at their best. And you forgot Clark Schmidt, who is apparently <laughs> the awesome. <laughs> yeah. Clark Schmidt, who, uh, we had a good article recently about how he was basically not being used at all. And that's kind of unfortunate since he's still technically on like a pitching development track, but he's going to be getting more opportunities, I think in the next few weeks, especially with the, the players out who are, so they're going to need someone like a Clark Schmidt to, to step up or Ron Marinaccio. He pitched uh, yesterday against the Orioles yeah. and relieved the JP Sears and threw two honestly dominant innings to shut up all yeah, the Orioles, but you'll still take that. Yeah, and uh, maybe we're getting man band finally. Our 2014 dreams are are here. <laughs> maybe at last. I have some <laughs> I have some bad news to uh, 2014 Merns about what was going on, but the circumstances around man <laughs> But he is on the uh, taxi squad as we speak, as the Yankees head down to Tampa for their upcoming four game set at the Trop. Seems like he will probably be activated just because they already made a move to send down jp sears because he had made just the spot start and was great by the way five scoreless innings way more than the yankees could have really hoped i think and really it came out a good time because they only scored two runs in that game yeah no absolutely and obviously with uh you know how much he was able to provide the yankees they're not going to use him for a little bit of time so you no. might as well send him down and you know get another pitcher in there because, yeah, this we're finally at this four-game series at the Trop that we've been talking about for three weeks that we've been dreading for three weeks. Dun-dun. And it came at the perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should finish going through the rest of the IL list, though. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we, had, we did have the detour to talk about just the effects on the bullpen, because that's where it's being felt right. the most. <laughs> but as we talked about this, at the start of the episode, Donaldson was on COVID IL. He's still there as of we speak right now sounds like we might be there for a bit since he's definitely under the weather from what the Yankees radio and TV teams have talked about Um, Gallo and Higashioka are both back now Gallo played last night then we have uh, DJ LeMahieu who had a cortisone shot he's not on the IL or anything but he did have to miss the game on Tuesday and Wednesday recovering from that feels like he'll probably be back sooner than later but just something to monitor going forward and, of course, losing uh, Giancarlo Stanton, which was a very odd injury just because they had announced that he was pulled with, like, a you know calf tightness. And then they even tweeted out the next day when they were putting him on the injured list, uh, Giancarlo Stanton to the IL with calf strain. And then after the game, Boone's like, no, actually, it's ankle inflammation. Yeah. 
it was just like we we put him on with the calf string, but he, that's not actually what's injured. Like, what are you doing here, guys? Yeah, it's like, can you decide what's what's going? On? And I've made very known of my distrust for the Yankees med- medical staff in the past few years, and obviously, I know there's been you know shuffling and changing, but I'm a little concerned. Yeah, <laughs> like it's one thing when you pull him out for one game, and but then like you when they go when the player goes on the IL and they say it's for this, you tend to believe that's why he's on the IL. It's not as though some reporter got the the injury wrong. It was just the official <laughs> the Yankees PR. The <laughs> Yankees PR just put up the wrong one. I assume that that may have just been a miscommunication that was going on between like whoever manages that account and what the Yankees training staff is doing, but that, that can't happen. <laughs> probably. I mean, yeah, like it's probably not a big deal, but I'm genuinely terrified right now for all of John Carlos lower half. Yeah. Well, at the very least, it's more comforting to hear that that's what it was because I think he will be able to get back on his feet from ankle inflammation pretty soon. And it's a good, it's a good reminder that last year he was on the injured list in May for just a couple of weeks with like a minor quad strain, I believe. So even in like good healthy years, like he had last year, he's going to probably have this happen from time to time. And if, as long as it's the injury is something that's relatively minimal i'm not too worried about it so he'll be able to you know take a breather and come back yeah no absolutely like i'm not worried about like just from his point of view i'm just worried about what the medical staff yeah. is doing because i don't <laughs> trust them <laughs> nope they're not the mets at least so i'll take that that's 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 fair congrats <laughs> with uh jacob de maybe coming back one day who knows well i think i think i saw something that he they he may be back in june I Maybe. just don't think they were very clear about which year. <laughs> Jacob, Degrom, this year. Jacob Degrom is their Ben Rortvet. <laughs> Except I think I've seen Jacob Degrom pitch before, and I'm still not convinced that Ben Rortvet is not some AI thing that the Yankees have proposed. Yeah, Ben Rortvet, factor fiction, still stands. <laughs> yeah, three Pinocchios on Ben Rortvet's existence. Oh, Ben Rortvet. Yeah. What will we do with you? Yeah. But that's a good jumping off point because Ben Orfett hit the injured list at the start of the season. Yankees had to make an emergency move to get a backup catcher. They brought in Jose Trevino and hey, he has not been bad. And he's obviously not going to hit like Gary, but he had a really, really nice game to help the Yankees win on a Tuesday night against the Orioles. Yeah, no, I mean, it's probably the game of his life so far. Hope yeah. I'm challenging him to do better. Go c- continue, you know, keep on mashing. But um, a little bit sneak preview for the Baseball Reference Top 12 update. Jose Trevino is on the list. Oh, hell yeah, man. (laughs) We have a catcher on the list in the year 2022, folks. We have a catcher. (laughs) We have a catcher. (laughs) Like when they finally got their first catcher home run, they're like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Happened to like mid-May. But now he has two. Two catcher home runs. Yeah. He might be able to break uh, Kyle Higashioka's spring training record. Kyle Higashioka still homerless, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes Jose Trevino is going to hit like six or seven home runs or six home runs and Kyle uh, is not even going to be able to hit one so his spring will still be better than the whole Yankees regular season <laughs> yeah. yeah but the story around Trevino was a lot of fun too just because we know that we've heard a lot especially in recent days after the walk-off hit he grew up a Yankees fan in Texas his dad was a huge Yankees fan and um it was a special moment for him on that day because, you know, he had walked off that game. We talked about he, this is, he had done that same sort of strategy, like with his 
dad and backyard growing up, like a bottom of the ninth Yankee Stadium, usual situation to win the game, that sort of thing. It would have been his dad's birthday. His dad passed away in 2013, but it's it's just nice to sort of hear these fun these. I don't know if I want to call that a fun story, but these like nice feel good stories about the team for a while. I think feel good is probably the better term yeah. than fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, it was cool. And uh, the cool thing about uh, Trevino is. And this is really something that very rarely happens, but somebody dug up old tweets about him. And the one I saw was from 2011. I guess it was during the playoffs in 2011. And he was like upset because like his teacher made him take off his Yankees hat. And he like <laughs> tweeted about it. Like, really? You're going to make me take off my Yankees hat in math class? Because I saw like, oh, Trevino tweets. I was like, oh, God, that's not 2011. I was like, oh, God, this is only going to end poorly. And I saw that. And I just smiled. I was like, oh, like, oh no, it's just, just nice things. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, kudos, Jose Trevino. You've yeah. had a good week. I here is a here's a fun fact. Uh right now Jose Trevino has a ninety seven OPS plus and Gary Sanchez has a one oh seven OPS plus. So not far off. Who knows how long that'll that? last, but we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say just the fact that we have a catcher right now approaching the one hundred OPS, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. By the way, it's 97 OPS plus with a 246, 300, 369 triple slash and a 669 OPS, which should not mean a 97 OPS plus, but that's what we're dealing with right now with how uh, offense is league wide. Yeah. You, you just got to like not think about it too hard because then you'll just like make yourself sad. <laughs> yeah. Four extra base hits and 70 plate appearances and still almost a league average OPS. Oh boy. It's good to see Yankees getting some production because they will need some help for their lineup in the next uh, week or so because they've lost some key members. Judge has kept hitting. Honestly, he's still crushing home runs, leads the league, but he's going to need a little bit more help with the dudes around him. Yeah. And, um, you know, and Duhar is at least like, you know, it's only been like a few games, but at least he's come up and he's been hitting at least so yeah, he, had a, he had a good game on wednesday you know he had the yeah. rbi single to put them in front then i did not expect to be talking about miguel and duhar speed but he stole a base and adley rutschman the worst catcher in baseball threw a ball into center field they scored the <laughs> second run yeah <laughs> this is definitely Take confirmed that. adley rutschman is bad for yes now <laughs> he's he might be worse than ben Rortman or kyle <laughs> And Duhar has at least like come up and like it hasn't been great, but he's looked a little bit alive, which is good. Yeah, we'll take um, that. He's gonna him and Marvin Gonzalez are gonna definitely have some time to show off. What, yeah, what it's weird do. seeing like oh yeah, Marvin Gonzalez is just sort of like an outfield regular almost right now. <laughs> yeah, might happen a little bit less with um, Gallo back now, but Gallo actually back. Yeah, but also Aaron Hicks has looked absolutely awful, so. You know, dealer's choice as to how long they want to keep rolling with that. I mean, it's 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 hard to watch him at the plate, honestly, because he just does not really seem to be going up there with any plan at all, and that's very unfortunate. Yeah, no, I mean, he, if the best like the best outcome you can hope for is he just actually works a walk, which he does still work with his walks, mm-hmm. but that's about it. That's literally all he does. Yeah, and I know that like runners in scoring position numbers aren't indicative of future outcomes but they tell you what has happened and what has happened is she's just shown a complete inability to get any runners home when they've been on base and right now at least for the past few games he's been at the top of the lineup with dj lemayhew out and that's just a bad spot for him yeah at this point i'd rather just like have rizzo or glaber lead off yeah 
yeah, they, they've still been getting their hits here and there. So that's nice too. But yeah, IKF has sort of fallen off after those good few weeks. So Yankees need some more of these guys to step up. So hopefully some of them will. Yeah, I, I mean, IKF like woke up for like an hour during the Jose Trevino's game. So that was good to, for yeah. him to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much about it. Basically, Josh Donaldson ruled, ruined the Yankees vibes. Yep. That's, that's, hey, that's what we're doing. Prove us at. wrong. I dare you. <laughs> yeah. And it's 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 just tricky because like this team is going is still even now is still going really well. They have the best record in baseball. They're ahead of even the Dodgers. But you still just worry about what's gonna happen over the next month, especially as they're playing tougher competition. We're glad that they played well against these lesser teams because that did not happen last year but it's still a test in front of them and they're not operating at full capacity right now either. Right. And like, it's the, the thing that the point about last year is definitely key where like, at least this year they've built up a little bit of a cushion so they can, I don't want to say afford to lose a few games, uh, but you know, it's not the worst thing in the world, I guess, because they've at least padded their lead uh, a little bit. Whereas last year they were just fighting for their life the whole year. So they just look drained and dead. Yeah. Obviously, we expected some bumps in the road during this, you know, 23 games and 22 days stretch that we encountered. So um, it was bound to happen at some point. Just didn't expect everything to happen all at once within one week. Um, but I guess yeah, the next few weeks are really just going to be a true test of the Yankees. Because, like you said, tougher competition, dealing with injuries um, and just seeing how everyone comes back, bounces back or just, you know, steadies the ship. I mean, as as long as Aaron Judge is healthy, the Yankees have a chance to like you know keep on keeping on, and hopefully the rotate the rotation keeps on doing what they're doing too because they've been just outstanding. Yeah, we haven't even really talked about them too much yet, other than JP Sears stepping up and making a big spot start. But you know, Severino's rolling, Jameson Tyone looking great, very under the radar great, but he's he, he's done so he's done some excellent work so far and obviously Nestor is still stealing the show Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole so this is just a really well-oiled machine of a rotation Jordan Montgomery is still pitching well even though the Yankees abjectly refused to score for him and blow leads JP Sears has two wins this year in one start Jordan yeah Montgomery has zero yeah Jordan Montgomery is 0-1 and, and JP Sears is just this rookie he's made three appearances it's 2-0 <laughs> Man. Yeah. Also, the funny thing about this rotation is Garrett Cole has the worst ERA. Sucks. Get him out of here. <laughs> like, just barely worse than Jordan Montgomery, but he's technically has the worst ERA. In order, from worst to uh, best, we're going to go Garrett Cole with the 3.31, Jordan Montgomery 3.30, Luis Severino 3.02, Jamison Tyone 2.95, and then obviously the ace of all aces, Nestor Cortez at 1.8. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's one of those weird things because he's still pitching pretty well. He had just given up some, you know, unfortunately timed home runs here and there. But I he'll he'll figure it out. It's just weird that right now that's what it looks like. You know what I think it is, right? So there's no true starting catcher on this team, so he doesn't have a true backup catcher to pitch to for him to he- reach his final form. That's true. Yeah, he's gonna demand that they resign Rob Brantley just so he can have a backup catcher. <laughs> See, Gary Sanchez not catching Eric Cole last year is what made him great. 
Not because of Ills Gary not catching it, it was because he had a true backup to throw to. Ah. I figured that, it out. I figured out the secret to Cole's success. And I suppose while we're talking about low ERAs, we'd be remiss if we did not mention Clay Holmes, 0.38 ERA. Yeah. He's on a run of 23 consecutive scoreless innings. He allowed a run on opening day against the Red Sox and is like, that was stupid. I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> so God bless him for it. <laughs> I hate this, is what yeah. Clay Holmes said. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous how much his pitches move. And when you watch them like some tweets from like Pitching Ninja where they show you how the ball is coming to the plate, and then these two different pitches go in wildly different directions, and you have no idea how anyone ever makes contact with them unless they're just guessing. Even that Yeah, no. Who knows? Yeah. I mean my my man has an ERA plus of nine eighty one. Is that good? I mean it's not a thousand, so I guess it's bad. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't even know if ERA pluses can go up to a thousand or more. I'm sure if you but, pitch enough innings and like allow a few a few enough runs, then it can get some pretty ridiculous levels. So, but yeah, he's on another planet right now, and they need that anchor in the back of the bullpen. And boy, howdy, is he shown it? Yeah, and I just hope that like, while yes, he should be the quote-unquote closer until Chapman comes back or even after and Chapman shouldn't be on this team. Anyway, um, while he should be the closer, at least for right now until they figure out whatever else later, I hope they're not too like rigid or tie him down completely to just if it's not the ninth inning, he's not going to pitch type deal Like because he's too valuable to hold down in the specific inning. Um, yeah. You still have like other guys like Wandy Peralta, Miguel Castro, Michael King, where, like, yeah, maybe they haven't been pitching as well uh, as Clay Holmes, but if you need Clay Holmes earlier than the ninth, you use him, and then you kind of figure out the rest later. Right, right. So, Clay Holmes, good. Yankees, mostly good, but also bubble wrap judge, just to be safe. Yep. Yes, right. 100%. Uh, anything else, or should we go into our ad break? I think we should go into our ad break. All right. We'll be break. right back. I just said our break. So. <laughs> we'll, be right back with our, break. we'll be right back with our ad break slash art break. And we're back from the art break. And <laughs> we uh, have our weekly baseball reference leaderboard update. So why don't you take it away, Kunj? Sure. Um, the top of the list shouldn't really be surprising with uh, Aaron Judge still just holding strong because he's doing Aaron Judge things. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much since he's worked his way back up there, he has not given up that spot. And I hope he doesn't because when Aaron Judge is doing Aaron Judge things, it's really fun to watch. Although if um, Nestor wants to just go into another level as a top judge, that would be really funny. Absolutely. Like, please keep on keeping on and continue. But at this point, uh, Aaron Judge is 2.2 to Nestor's uh, 1.7. It's not as close as it was like a, even a week ago or two weeks ago. So yeah, let's see. Valid. Mr. Mustache, step up to the plate. But anyway, uh, yeah, so following judges, Nestor, Josh Donaldson, Clay Holmes, DJ LeMahieu, Glaber Torres, Jamison Tyone, John Carlos Stanton, Clark Schmidt in his six whole games. <laughs> <laughs> He's made him count, man. He's he made really him count. Has. I, have, I have a little bit more on that in a second, but I'll just round out the, uh, the final three. Garrett Cole, Luis Severino, and uh, Jose Trevino. Ah, yes. Yeah. Clark Schmidt has pitched in six whole games and has been worth more to the team than Garrett Cole. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Clark Schmidt is yeah. the new Garrett Cole. Get out of here, man. 
And most importantly, he, he has an ERA of 0.69. So Clark Schmidt, you should be at the top of the list. Really. Yes, he's done some very nice work. Yeah. Okay, Got to give it yeah. to him. My other two uh, notable notes on this is we actually have a catcher, a Yankees catcher on this list in the year 2022. What a time. Jose Trevino in his, his game that we talked about. And then in sad news, Michael King, Michael King, my sweet king, has fallen off because he's been human. Yeah, <sighs> it's, it's coming a hurry for him. And, you know, that'll happen. He wasn't going to be April King forever. And even though he did have like one really good game in the middle of this so-so stretch where he threw three innings and did think struck out six against the Orioles or something like that. Right. But yeah, I think he's probably just a little fatigued with a lot of the, the use. And you know, as you said, he's going to probably be called upon again a lot in the stretch. So hopefully he'll be able to take a breather, bounce back and get back to at least pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll get him back to form, and just maybe give him an extra day or something if he needs it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the Yankees right now have one, two, three, four, four of their five starters, uh, four of their five starting pitchers all in the top 12 for baseball reference. And Jordan Montgomery is not that far behind, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Matt Blake, good. Matt Blake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kudos to Matt Blake. Seriously, it's been a long time since I felt like good or I had good vibes from the Yankees rotation as a whole. Um, and it's weird because I'm not—I forgot what this felt like. So that's just nice. <laughs> yeah, just a nice comfort. And they did a yeah. really good job last year, of course, too. But it felt a little bit different. I don't know. Maybe just like more up and down like they were great as a whole but i feel like there was more varied performances but now they've just been all really good <laughs> like yeah. there has not really been a bad start it feels like since except since like that one garrett cole start in detroit where schmidt came in but other than that it's just been you mean steady, the number five steady, pitcher steady. in the rotation garrett cole yeah <laughs> yeah garrett cole bust <laughs> garrett cole who are you let's trade him that's not though. I like yeah. <laughs> For one Soto, we'll throw it in Duhar. Yes. I wonder if Billy Crystal has ruined Garrett Cole's season. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the uh, you know, post-mortem on the season. Like, yeah, you know, I saw Billy Crystal and I was just like, it's over already. <laughs> Look, if Garrett Cole continues his pace and is quote unquote the worst start in the rotation at the end of the year, my Overall season, Manfred of the season will go to Billy Crystal. I will grant Garrett Cole. <laughs> he just ruined him on opening day, and that's it. It's been all downhill since then. Yeah, analyze this, Crystal. Ah. All right. Anyway. So, should we look ahead? Yeah. All right. As we've talked about, they got these four lovely, beautiful days in the dank trop. So... Have fun, guys. Please don't run into any walls or break anything or, I don't know, just try to survive these games. And if you could come out with a split, great. I would be extremely happy if that ends up happening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My expectations are always just so low whenever they go into the trap. Honestly, like, you could get swept in four games. Just don't die. That's pretty (laughs) much where the bar is. Like, literally don't die and I'll I'll probably be happy. I'll be pretty bummed if they lose all four games of the trap. I'm not going <laughs> to. No, I know. 
Usually I'll say that with a three-game set. A four-game set, at least with one. Yeah. But they got the but four games in the trop, and then they have an actual off day. Whoa. Yeah, they don't have to make it up and play a doubleheader. Yeah, yeah, they definitely won't because, you know, the, the only benefit to the trop is that it's all indoors, so they'll just be playing the games unless it caves in, which I guess we can't count out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it is yeah, weird that then, they'll be they'll be off on Memorial Day when everyone else is also off. And usually we'd be home to watch Yankees baseball, but they will have to make do with one of the other teams. And I think on the broadcast last night, they noted that the Yankees are also off on the 4th of July, which is kind of odd too, but whatever. I'm going to assume that Randy Levine did something. <laughs> I don't know what, but I'm just going to blame him. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of Mondays off, actually, in July, so I don't know. Weird. Anyway. They actually went through that stretch, I think, at some point last year, too, right? Or is it 2020, where they had, like, every Monday off or something, it felt like? It might have been last year, and I could see that maybe just, like, how they set up the schedule. But um, I know minor league baseball, they've been they've just do all Mondays off now, so. No, I know, which is, like, nice. But then, like, I, I remember at some point either last – there was, like, a stretch either last year or the year before where they – went like six weeks in a row where it just every Monday was off. I felt like, hmm. but yeah. Well, after that, they'll be getting the look at Shohei Otani and Mike Trout company going to play the angels for three back at Yankee stadium, then uh, three against the tigers. So yeah. the angel series will be an interesting one just because the angels have actually been playing well for the first two months of the season. So they will try to keep their good vibes going and the Yankees will aim to not have that happen. <laughs> The Yankees will try to res, uh, resume their good vibes, re, recapture their good vibes, yes. something their good vibes. Yeah. And yeah. maybe after the Trap Series, they will need to be in search of good vibes. Yes. But hopefully not. Maybe the good vibes will find them. Yeah. But they definitely won't at the Trap. Yeah. Just <laughs> don't have any games against the Angels like that one nightmare last year that's still in my brain with the, when Joey Otani pitched and they got out to a big lead and then they blew it and it rained and Chapman blew up. Oh, I had successfully erased that from my memory. I have not. Tragically. Yeah. It's one of those games also that I think is buried into uh, Matt F's personal databank too, because I think he recapped that one. Yeah, it's 100% in his mind, even if he didn't recap it, but that's definitely a game for him. Oh, yeah. To remember. Yeah. Um, what a stupid game. <laughs> yeah, that was a really, really dumb game. Yeah, anyway, don't do that. Don't again, do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Should be wrap this up. Yeah. Awards time. Awards time. Play the music. We don't have music. It's the (laughs) it's the Yankee and Manfred of the week. All right. Who is your Yankee of the week? Yankee of the week is gonna be Jose Trevino. Just like we talked about, you know, all around good vibes, you know, had a hell of a game on Tuesday, and you know, just he's made his appearance on the top top twelve. So it's just a really, probably the only time I'm going to give it to a catcher this year. <laughs> Maybe not, unless he keeps on going. So kudos to him. Had a very good week and, uh, you know, pretty much won that game on Tuesday. So he earned it. Cherish the honor, Jose, because yes. who knows when it will come around again. Yeah. But I think but that's, a, to keep that's trying. a fair honorary. Yeah. Um, let's see. I was thinking... You know, I, I was I was thinking Judge, but I think I'm going to just take the opportunity to shout out Clay Holmes just because we probably do not really give the, the Yankee of the Week too often to relievers just because the nature of how rarely they pitch unless they're really doing something extraordinary. But 
the run that Clay Holmes is on is just ridiculous right now and much, much needed in the back of that bullpen, as we've already said. So just another salute, Clay Holmes. Very good at baseball and a hell of a trade acquisition from the Pirates. Seriously, he went from just, oh, we got a guy from the Pirates, that's cool, to, oh, he's literally the best reliever ever. Thank you. Yeah, it's like just in the span of like 10 months, he's gone from a guy in the Pittsburgh bullpen to, oh, now he's the New York Yankees' most valuable reliever. Okay, cool. Yep. (laughs) Very normal Um, stuff. Yeah. Before we move on to the Manfred of the Week, though, I'll give a special shout out to uh, my... My, my second place for this week, which was J.P. Sears, because that was a hell of a start. Uh, probably as good as anyone expected. And kudos. Pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. I believe in the notes you had um, something about the pitching department at Sears. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I came up with puns. I had J.P. Sears start with confidence because they had their buy with confidence program. Uh, J.P. Sears as advertised. I think that was from you. And then something, something about the pitching department in Sears because it's a department store. Couldn't quite land the joke, so I just left it. <laughs> yeah. How about um, Aaron Boone and uh, Brian Cashman having a conversation about who should, you know, start that game? And Boone said, you'll call today. And he's like, and Cashman said, I'll call now. That's all. That didn't really work. <laughs> You're really going to make me give you the main for the week. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is bad. This is dire. All no, right. No, no, no. <laughs> Too bad it's locked up this week. Yeah, yeah. Locked you can up aim for it next week if you want. Locked up joint honors, Manfred of the Week, Josh Donaldson. Not surprising. Just shut up, man. Yeah. Uh, we really don't need to go further into it. We've talked enough about it and honestly, probably more than it deserves because it just was a whole stupid, ugly incident. But yeah, Josh Donaldson, shut up. Yeah, it's not funny. Tim Anderson is not your friend. And this is not the needling to go about doing. You're, let's not use Jackie Robinson's name as a uh, you know an insult because that's clearly what he's doing. That's what it comes down yeah. to. You dumb dumb dummy, Josh Dummelson. Got his ass. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. I mean, I I don't think we could go anywhere from there other than just ending this episode. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you can follow us on Twitter, Pinstrip Alley. Follow me at Mern's PSA. Um, what a what soda recommendations are you going with this week? Oh, I'm going to go with Cherry Coke. Cherry Coke. Okay, fair Mainly enough. Mainly because I just had that right before we recorded. I'm staring at the can. So. <laughs> well, as long as, that's, as long as that's the can you're staring at, not the can in the toilet or anything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is how I do my podcast recording. <laughs> Don't insult my artistic style. <laughs> hey, man. I'm a bird. You're a bird. I won't, I won't stop you from flying. Damn it, I messed up my joke. <laughs> this has just been a, a banner a couple minutes for Bosch jokes. So we'll... <laughs> but yeah, Cherry anyway, Coke. It's good. Cherry Can't Coke. Confirm. Up there with my faves. Not my favorite, though. Yeah. All right. So, Secret Life of Walter Mitty, Cherry Coke. We're just learning all about Kunch. So. And Cookies and Cream, the ice cream was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. When I totally caught you off guard with, like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> I really had no idea. Yeah. This time I was a little bit more prepared. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that'll do it for us. Hopefully the Yankees get some wins at the trap. Fingers crossed and all come out with all their limbs. We can only hope. That would be nice. I would like them to be fully limbed once they leave. <laughs> High goals. <laughs> all right. Go Yankees. Go baseball. Bye-bye.